Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day. Uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Just cut to the chase. (laughs) Okay. It's a podcast, not a cast pod. Hey, phrase every day she'll make you say, Oh my god. She got the scoop on pop culture news. So grab a drink, it ain't what you think. It's Sarah and the crew. Oh, the crew is so good today. It is so good today, and I probably look like a, literally when I walked in this morning, Charlie, who's one of the owners at Podcast Village, was like, oh my God, are you like doing work as a clown now? I was like, what? I am not like, no. I think this is a very fashionable uh, jumpsuit that's very colorful, Charlie. Thanks a lot. I think you look amazing. Thank you, Allie. Guys don't know, you know. Men don't know fashion. I know. I mean, really? Coming in, he's like, oh, I didn't know that you got a side job as a clown. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, anyway, you'll be able to see my jumpsuit. I'll talk about that later on. Welcome to the Hey Rage Podcast. I'm Sarah Frazier. We are live on Facebook. And today I am so excited. This woman is an incredible woman who has worked in the radio business for 10 years in D.C. I never got to work at the same station as you. We were either like on at different times or radio competitors. And I just love being at the point in my life, though, like, fuck all the like old like, oh, we're radio competitors. We can't I hang can't. out. Like your pictures. Oh my gosh. I know. To like, we're actually able to be out in public together. Out in public together. Wow. Allie Jacobs is my special guest. She is co hosting the entire show today. And you know Allie from, you got your start at WMZ, not WMZQ, sorry, at Mix 1073, right? Yes. The Jack Diamond Morning Show. You were with Jack Diamond for how long? Um, oh gosh. I started in college where I would seriously be partying at Adams Morgan and then like, 
take a cab to the morning show, so it, it's like a blur. But I feel like seven years, probably seven, seven years. You were on that morning show. That's like I think that's amazing. I know, I know. And then you went from mix to uh, I was on the boxer show at WMZQ. That's right. It, oh my god, boxer was a great guy. It lasted a strong six months. Oh. <laughs> Oh, damn. All right. Well, welcome to radio. I know, but I got to say, I'm so bummed about that one because working with him, like you just said, Boxer's amazing. Oh, he's such a great guy and has a real, actually a a legit reputation, which a lot of radio guys don't. He actually has a good reputation in the business. And and it's true and it's genuine. And I had the best time working with him. But six months later, they canceled us and... um, so yeah, now then I was doing middays for a while. So middays. So you've heard her voice forever, but now you are out of radio. You've been out of radio how long? Uh, since November. So, no- so what is that? <laughs> Whatever, like six months. Yeah, exactly. It's been Whatever. six months. Yeah. So your life started six months ago. Like <laughs> life started six months ago. You're totally right about that. <laughs> so I know. I'm telling you. Like I, I used to tell people years ago, and they were like, "Why'd you leave radio?" I was like. Well, where do I start? Well, when you're so many reasons. I know, but when you're in it, it's scary to think of what you could be doing outside of radio. You're like, what am I going to be doing? You know, hosting grocery store grand openings for the rest of my life. Like, what am I? What am I going to be doing? I do that too. Yeah, like I don't know what to do though. I just didn't know what like skills I had. So when I was fired, I was scared, but then immediately kind of took what I know, like, you know, we know how to build a brand, we know how yeah. to do event planning. So that's what I've really been doing on the side, too, is some consulting stuff. Oh, that's perfect. And you and I've seen you on and off appearances on WJLA. You, yes. You, you can definitely do TV. I was watching some of your appearances over the past couple of days. You were great. It's fun to just do stuff here and there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But nothing, like, consistent. And then um, we'll talk about you have a new project coming out that's yes. going to be enormous. And I think this is just going to be such a launching pad for you. Thanks. Um, but I, I also wanted to have you on because I, I wanted you to talk about being a woman in a male-dominated industry. And then also you've just had some really tough life things happen over the past couple of years. And I've just watched you, you know, from afar and we've kind of messaged and um, – but, you know, you really handled everything so well. And I think you sharing that story of strength and losing a parent unexpectedly is just something so many people need to hear. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so that happened six months ago. Yeah. You lost was your dad um, only passed away. Wait, how long ago? It was a year. Oh, I'm sorry. It was a year in April. It was a, a year, year last month. A yeah. year last month. Yeah. So, and Allie's dad was a stand-up comedian in mm-hmm. New York, uh, and then that was kind of his side gig, right? I mean, he, he had was, a- Yeah, he was a full-time stockbroker by day. I mean, a good one, too. President. I mean, he was killing it, and then he, all of a sudden, he came to visit me once, and I took him to, the, they were doing some improv at the Marriott Hotel in Bethesda, and I was like, Dad, you know what? Surprise, I got you five minutes. Go up on stage. <gasps> what? So, this was like four years ago. He got up on stage and there are some people, I mean, with comedians, when they get that like bite into it and they just, they love it and become addicted. So he became addicted. He immediately went to Caroline's in New York, took classes Which is there. like one of the greatest comedy clubs maybe ever. Oh yeah. And because, I mean, he just was such a natural at it. Like he was so captivating. You, He would tell stories that were, by the way, so inappropriate. Like him talking about porn, me <laughs> listening to it was like not okay. But anyways. Yeah, usually it's the reverse. It's the kids <laughs> talking about porn and yeah. then like the parents... Wow. I was like, ah, okay. But, um, and then Richard Lewis, who is, I mean, a 
comedic icon, yeah. curb your enthusiasm. Um, he took him on tour, and they became best friends. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, one of the reasons um, I reached out to you, I wanted you to come on and co-host this show, is you were very generous to me um, a couple of years ago when I was, I don't know if it was in between or maybe I was back at 107.3. Um, like, we, we briefly had a show there before Jack came back, you know. <laughs> It's kind of funny. He's <laughs> I think, back. Yeah, Jack, Jack is back. Yeah, <laughs> we tried. We gave it a good go for like a year and a half, but people never really caught on. But anyway, I liked it. But uh, yeah, I think it had potential. But you know, the radio business, and and we'll talk about this because mm-hmm. I, I wanted to know when you first walked in. I was like, do you miss radio? Because um, it's it's a business where it's oddly like addicting. The power of radio is still there to some degree, but the behind the scenes is just so crazy. And you know, the problem with when we were at 107.3 is I actually think the morning show was hitting its stride with Sarah Ty and Mel, but there was just never any promotional money. You know, there was never there was never any way to market and change that brand of mix. So, I mean, in hindsight, I think it made sense for them to bring Jack back. I totally, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. And when it comes to if I miss radio, honestly, so back to with my dad, when he passed away in April, from April, that six months, I had a new boss at work. And, you know, losing a parent oh. and having a new boss, I just felt like, I've completely lost control of who I am. And my dad would be the one who I would have called when I wasn't happy, when I wasn't feeling, you know, inspired or motivated or like I wasn't being heard where I was working every day. So honestly, I don't miss it because when I was fired, I almost felt like my dad was telling me, go, they're offering you money to leave and do what you want to do. So to me, I I thought it was like a blessing. What do you think the hardest part about being a woman in the media business is? Um, I do feel like, I do feel like a lot of times it's, for me personally, it was having confidence that I wasn't being taken and and being taken seriously. Like there had been a a couple of different times where I would be at backstage parties, let's say for Florida Georgia Line or, you know, Luke Bryan, whoever, and... I felt awkward, you know, going into the room because it was all these men there and, and I felt uncomfortable. But my mentor is a woman and she was like, Allie, you deserve to be back here just like everybody else. You go back there. Now, when my mentor left and I had a new boss, I didn't feel like I could go in there anymore. Right. It was just, I don't know why. It was, And maybe it was my own insecurity. Maybe it's not a woman thing, but I definitely felt like... I was just like, oh, she's the midday girl. Why do you think that is? I I can completely relate when I was in radio. You know, there's something about that business. I don't know if it's male dominated. This is what I'd be curious to hear your opinion on. There was always a level two for me of like, yeah, they wanted to make you doubt yourself. Like, doubt yourself. When you were on a roll, it was always like you were being called in. You were too much, you know, to scale it back. You're too much on your social Mm -hmm. media. Do you think that? is why do you think that is I always used to think it was more about like they never want and I still feel this in media I think we're in this weird time where like I don't think companies want you to become a star because then they have to pay you like a star right or then they'll lose you if you if you leave right so they like to kind of keep it dialed back I totally I totally agree on it and I also think you think that's what it is or do you think it was men being insecure that women were taking the spotlight I mean a little bit of that as well, I think. Yeah. Um, when I would go home and tell my husband about certain things that I would hear, just in general, not specifically where I was, you know, he's a man and he was saying it sounds like it's a boys club. 
you know, and, yeah. that's, and that's what it was. And so maybe it is that thing where it's they just want the control because they're insecure. So they want the control over how successful you as a woman you are going to be because they need to, they need to be the man and they need to do it. Yeah. I no, I, I think there's I think it's like a combination of things. Yeah. But I do. I think that's why right now you see so many people breaking off, having podcasts, having their own shows and succeeding because I think they realize these companies just don't they don't want you to be you. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that's how I felt. I felt like I was losing my sense of self, my identity. I wanted to I would, you know, send these emails about all these creative things I wanted to do and it would just be like put in to the middle of nowhere. Like I would never be heard and it it almost took away. I mean, it did take away. I wasn't motivated anymore. Right. I would go into work late, leave early because when you have people not caring about you and not fighting with you and pushing you, you stop caring. So I was honestly at the end doing it so half ass because yeah. that seemed to be enough. Why give a shit? You know, you feel like you, <laughs> Why care? you put it out, you you try to do your best. And then when you're completely ignored or shut down all the time, you're like, fuck it. Why am I? Why am I doing it? Why am I trying that hard? And that's just not who we are, you right. know? So then being let go and set free, I'm like, I, my first paycheck that I got outside of working where I was was for $200 and I tell you I am more proud of that $200 (laughs) than I have been proud of any paycheck in a long time right yeah why do you think you know this is my other thing too in like going out and starting my own brand and everything uh I guess I never understood the mentality of like you're either with us or you're against us and this whole thing of like in radio we were pressured the same way we couldn't hang out with other radio personalities you know we were told same thing can't like pictures all this stuff that's the other thing that was so bizarre to me I wonder if that is what I wonder because I've always been in media is is that the norm like does that happen in other businesses I don't think it does so I recently went to um, some PR party and there were a couple TV people that I knew there from different stations and they were talking together and they're like oh we should all take a picture together and I was like you you all are allowed to do that and they're like yeah of course like what does it matter and that's when I realized that it was not normal that we couldn't be friends in public or, you know, encourage each other on social media. What do you think? I mean, you've been in radio, uh, you know, you exited a little bit later than I did. Where do you think the state of radio stands now? Gosh, I feel like... <laughs> Because radio is is my first love. It really is. And I love to talk. I love the connection that you have with people. I I, I absolutely love it. I just, it's sad to see this industry just declining. And and I think, you know, for me too, I sat there every day and I kept thinking, why aren't women leading morning shows? Why aren't they leading night shows? Why aren't they leading afternoon shows? And not just a solo one-person woman. Why can't a woman lead, you know, why isn't it the Sarah, Allie, and, you know, Aaron show? Mm -hmm. You know, why, it, it, it just, it... I know. And and honestly, but where I think radio is, I had to take a sip of wine first. <laughs> Talk about that. Sip your rosé. <laughs> um, honestly, I feel like there's so much potential to be bigger and not just be yeah. in radio where you can take your brand all over social media, take it to not only have your show, but have podcasts too. It's just you have to do it. Like you can't just roll in, do your five to nine show and think that that's enough because it's not enough anymore. So if you take it to mm. the next level on your own and push it and don't listen to, you know, whatever the higher ups are saying, then you then radio is going to be fine. But I feel like you can't just think that everything's going to be great if you just roll in and do your five to nine slot and call it a day. Because that's not how it is anymore. Right. It's, it's just it's, not. Like radio is now a piece of a bigger brand. Yes. 
It's, yes. It's a piece of your, you know, you've got your Instagram brand, you've got your radio brand, you've got your podcast, you've got mm-hmm. your TV appearances. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but that's exhausting. I'm it already, is I'm, exhausting. Yeah. That's why I'm happy to be out of it. <laughs> How much more Botox can I get, really? You know, <laughs> honestly. Uh, look, people are on Facebook Live. You can share the Facebook Live right now. It's always on my Sarah Fraser page. Uh, Gustav says, this is an amazing conversation, and he's giving you eye blinks. Like, he's oh. loving your eyes, Allie. Uh, Christine says, hi, girls. Alyssa is also on. This is an amazing show. I am loving all this. Well, no problem. We're here to dish. Okay. Well, dish it off, please. What do you want to know? Yeah. You got questions? <laughs> Leave them on the Facebook Live. Um, I also want want to thank two sponsors and then I want to we didn't talk about um your dad and, and the sudden passing and and I want to finish why yeah. I'm, I'm so grateful for you so two things uh Mark Livingstone is an amazing person who works with us from cornerstonefirst.com if you need a mortgage they are your people um, you can sign up just by going to cornerstonefirst.com. Mark will get you qualified, whether you're a first-time home own, homeowner or if you're buying your second or third home. All fees up to $450 are completely waived when you tell him that Hey Frage sent you. I actually went on a date with him, Allie, back in the day. Wait, and really? now he's the mortgage guy, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's like You did something right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> It's like, he's, and you're a homeowner, right? Yes. Was it difficult buying your first home? Luckily, my husband is like the pro with all of that. So thankfully, you didn't have to do it. I'm, okay. I'm, no, I'm, <laughs> this sounds great. No, I'm, I'm with you. Please, if you don't have Allie's husband, you can call Mark. Cornerstonefirst.com. Hit their website, sign up, uh, and definitely tell him that Hey Fresh podcast sent you. You will get all those fees waived. Once you buy the house, you also need homeowner's insurance. And I just got my first life insurance policy. Yes, you need that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have a son. I know. Yeah. All these things. I mean, please, if the house doesn't burn, then you die. You know, you need like one or the other. (laughs) Uh, You need to go see Jessica Claros. We are all about female owned businesses. She is a farmer's insurance representative. She's got it all covered. You can call her for a no obligation quote 301-273-1133. Jessica Claros uh, is your local farmer's agent. She's right in Silver Spring, Maryland. She got you covered for pet, boat, renters, motorcycle, home, um, auto and life. So all that. Be sure to check them out. Um, anyway, so Allie, what I was going to say is I was so grateful because I think I was in between jobs and I maybe had run into you at the gym and you had said to me, you know, if you're ever interested in stand up and improv, cause I've always kind of toyed with that. You were like, I'm, I'm happy to connect you with my dad and like, he can, you know, he, he can talk to you. You were always so good about that. And I never did meet him in person, but I saw that he passed away so unexpectedly. Right. Um, yes. So it's like still very, very hard to talk about mostly because when I tell the story it's almost like I'm telling it about somebody else like I I can't believe it um so I had talked to him earlier that morning he was on a business trip in Mexico he uh called or I called him and he was coming in that weekend to take my son Sam to a swim class and I was like hey remember your bathing suit we can't wait to see you and um a couple hours later I saw I had a missed call from for my stepmom who was in Mexico with my dad and she called me like twice. And so I'm, I'm picking my son up from daycare. He's in the car with me. And I call my stepmom and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Everything OK? And she goes, no, I need you to call me when you get home. And I was mm. like, uh, no, you need to tell me right now. Is my dad OK? And, and she starts oh. crying. Oh, my God. And I'm driving with my son. And she goes, I need you to pull over. So I pulled into this parking lot. Nobody was there. And she told me. He was sitting at the pool and he just dropped dead. He had a massive heart attack. And I heard those words and I literally fell to the hot pavement and just like 
wailed like I've never oh, God. wailed before. I can be emotional because, you know, I lost my dad in high school. To, I mean, I knew it was coming, but it was very quick from diagnosis to, yeah. to passing. So it's like when you get that call, it is just I, I know what it's like. It's like the wind is completely gone. Oh, my gosh. And so I'm there crying. Then my son starts crying. And then oh. I'm like, wait, I'm still a mom. Like, I'm in mom mode right now. I got to get my kid home. I got to get him dinner. My husband's out in an event tonight. Like, what the hell am I supposed to do right now? Like, I can't even process this. I'm in, I'm in a state of shock. And um, so I drove my son and I home. And I made him, I was making him dinner. And this is like crazy. I called my husband. He was on the Metro and there's like a second of service on the Metro. Right. And that's when his phone rang and he was Mm. like, Hey, you know, what's going on? I can't talk right now. I'm on the Metro. And I just screamed what had happened. And he came home and I, it was just a lot. I had to fly to Mexico to get my dad home. It was this whole awful situation, but it just made me look at life and family and what's important to me so much differently yeah I know and and I loved watching your relationship from afar because I feel like you guys were two people that you you just had a great relationship with him yeah I mean he was he was my person like and and it was hard for him when I got married because I mean he was happy he was off his I was off his bill he didn't have to pay (laughs) for me anymore I was happy about that but he was he was sad because like I always called him for advice about everything so when Matt came in the picture you know he kind of had to pass the torch a little bit. I love your husband, too, by the way. I had read that you're actually the two of you met because he bought you at an auction, <laughs> which did. sounds very, like, sexist, but it all worked out. And you've got a great man. I mean, you always write so lovingly uh, of him. He's, and, yes. You know, sounds like, you know, he really stood by you through one of the lowest points of your life. Oh, my you know? gosh. He, I mean, honestly, like, before there was my dad passing, um, you know, after we had our son, I had postpartum anxiety. He came with me to therapy for that. He came to therapy for my dad. He really is my rock. Like, I believe he's here with me for a reason because my dad is not anymore. Like, I I mean, Matt has been unbelievable. But yeah, he bought me at a bar. Uh, He paid $300. And as he says, he's still paying. Um, (laughs) And yeah, it was a date (laughs) auction. That is perfect. We brought, we just brought up a picture. You guys are a gorgeous couple. Oh gosh, that was pre-baby. Now we both look very tired. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you looked hot as hell there. I'm like, damn. I know. That is like one hot Washingtonian couple right Man. there. Looking so good. And you have a little son, Sam. Yes. What was the postpartum? You know, I, I hear a lot of women talk about this, which, I mean, first of all, if I ever get pregnant, I'm going to be like so old. I'll be 40 years old. I mean, they'll have to wheel me in here. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, isn't at that point you can't even stand, right? Because fear of losing the baby. No, like, you have to just like fine. be like rolled everywhere in a stretcher like you're so old they, that will be me I'll the, they'll have me doing this by hospital bed because they're like if you move the kid we don't know like the kid who knows so like, I think it depends on the situation this is what <laughs> this is what kills me right the kid comes out like you're depressed like you can't eat you're nauseous the whole time the kid comes out and then like you're more depressed oh yeah it's so funny my friend um she's she's trying to get pregnant right now and she's like I'm really scared about like the delivery I was like girl don't like you black out during the delivery. It's yeah, raising that part a seems baby. Easy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they like give you all the drugs. Yes. Your body's not that part. Seemed, did you have the epidural? Oh yeah, I did. Oh yeah. me too. Oh, I like, wouldn't even play. Too. I know people are like, "Are you going to do it all natural?" Fuck no. No. Okay, Absolutely but I will not. tell you, when I asked for the epidural. 
there was um, at the same time I delivered in D.C. There was a, a gunshot situation, so all the anesthesiologists had to rush to this gunshot surgery, and so I had to wait like five hours to get my epidural. What? I yeah, I I was like an animal. I was like a rabid beast on all on all fours. My husband was like scared. I was like oh foaming at the mouth. It was not good. So what happens with the with postpartum like anxiety? What does that feel like? Because for every mom, it sounds so different. It sounds scary. And how do you even know you're having it? So for me, I always was anxious. So I guess it should be no surprise that I developed postpartum anxiety. It's just. A, your hormones are crazy, especially if you're breastfeeding. You know, you don't feel like you're ever doing enough, not to mention you're so sleep deprived. And I'm also a very scheduled person. Like, Uh, you know, today getting here, I knew the exact exact time I needed to leave to a T. When you have a baby, like, shit hits the fan. You have no control over anything and you just lose lose who you are. You don't know what you're doing. And so that can really develop anxiety where you feel like you're just not doing anything right. It's truly like an out of body experience. I had to have, it was my husband and my lactation consultant. They had basically an intervention with me. Really? And they were like, you need help because I was so in it that I didn't see it. And as soon as they said that, I was like, whoa, I do need help. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. So through therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can therapy. Get oh, back. my gosh. Yeah. Oh, now yeah. people are like, you're the most laid back. You know, mom, <laughs> it's like too laid back. I was like, Sam's driving the car. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Exactly. Hey. Pour me more wine, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <good. laughs> Sam, get your own bottle. You're all good. He's what, three now? He's two-ish. Two, two something. Two, three, whatever. I mean, <laughs> exactly. honestly. As long as their fingers aren't in a socket, aren't we good? I know. Yeah, I mean, That's how I feel now. <laughs> Therapy is amazing. Uh, look, I, I want you here too because you, um, you know, the, the hard part when I, wherever I did middays, it's like you don't get to really like talk up like a, a long subject. So I want to hear some of your thoughts on some pop culture things that are, that are happening and, and have you kind of weigh in. Um, so no surprise over the weekend, there was a story about, and I'd be curious cause you guys have a great marriage, you and your husband, but this is a story about, according to a recent survey, this is the most wanted trait in dating. According to singles, have you, um, any guesses as to what you think that is the most? Yeah. And it has nothing to do by the way, with money, height, which if you're on Tinder, you would think everyone's always about height. Yeah, no, everyone. Is it like personality based? It's pretty much, yeah, you're very like close. Like funny? I mean, I feel like everybody says they want someone who's funny. Actually, no, it, even higher than physical attraction or being funny, the survey found that most singles consider meaningful conversation the most important factor when looking for a healthy relationship. The bulk of people surveyed not only are looking for someone that they click with, but also want their potential partner to know how to communicate. You think that's like That's key? great. Absolutely. I do too. An emotional, I've been to tons of therapy too. I love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I become so into communicating. Like, I I can't stop. I'm, you know, instead of just being passive aggressive and biting your tongue and not confronting any issue, to have like a normal, healthy conversation about stuff, it's so good for you and your partner. It is. It's like, you have to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I do. I like to over communicate now. And Dan and I went to couples therapy. And so like one of the exercises is like you have to like stop and like look into each other's eyes and like talk about your love. Dan like hates it. (laughs) Wait, we had to do that. I wonder if we go the same person. (laughs) Probably. Lee. um, Oh my God. I can't remember her last name, but I love her. I'm like obsessed. So do you still 
do couples therapy together? Well, ironically, I want to go back for a tune-up, which Dan is not really feeling. So I have to like, I'm like, but it's not that we need therapy again. It's just like you have to like check in and like keep the emotions up. going. Yes. Yeah, the tune-up. Yeah. But he's very organized as well. So he's, and he like checks things off his list. So I think in his mind, we've checked off the couples therapy mark. So why are we going back? I'm like, no, it doesn't <laughs> We did it. Work it's like time. <laughs> No, I love going because like sometimes it's the one place where men feel like really safe to like show their emotions. And, you know, you're in this like really calm, relaxing room. You can talk about how you feel. Mm -hmm. So much comes out, you know. I know. And we actually switched therapists because one of them just kept taking my side. And I did feel bad about that. I'm like, I even felt that some of the stuff I was doing was like crazy. Like I was even I was almost like testing her to see if she would take his side. So we ended up switching. And I think he liked it even more because it was somebody who who was really giving their honest feedback of, you know, who was right or wrong or if nobody was in the situation. That is so funny. I do feel that way with Robin Mize, who's like my mindful living therapist and eating. I think now, like, she just doesn't think I can do anything wrong. <laughs> so, like, whenever I call her with a work situation, she's like, I think you're right. I think these people don't treat you well. I'm like, but this can't be every situation. Yeah, like, what, I know. Point? Like, Robin. But you, you keep to- calling her because <laughs> it's, it's nice. Oh, I love her so much. Like, she helps. So, it's just amazing to talk it out with people yes. that aren't your family or friends. And it's like, you. I feel like you can only go to that well with your friends so many times before it's like you know you want to get together and have fun with them and have a good girls trip and talk a little but not like all you know we all have that girlfriend that dumps everything and you're like all right I know and also it's like you know whose side they're gonna take because right they're your friend they have your back so it's not even gonna be like real advice and if it is you're probably gonna be pissed at them if they take the other side so oh my god I totally agree um we have to talk about now Allie you know I'm bizarre I'm bizarre <laughs> I have very strange weird fetishes and likes have you seen the new the first male sex doll that is being made in California no can I oh my god we've got to pull up this first of all I watched this whole thing because a vice reporter ends up having sex with this ten thousand dollar male sex doll <laughs> it is like wait till you see it. it's from synthetics in California They're saying that this is outselling the female doll and the highest states where people are ordering these, where women are ordering them, is Texas, Minnesota, and Michigan. Really? Yeah, which they try to make it political and basically say those are Republican states where people feel very, like, you know, sexually repressed or whatever. But this blows my mind that people are willing to spend $10,000 on a male doll that, I mean, it doesn't talk to you. Like, it's just like it lays there. And, and, like, you just have sex with it. I can't. <laughs> Although, I mean, I guess maybe sometimes that doesn't seem like that bad of a. <laughs> I really want to order this doll. Like, I want to do a GoFundMe to get one as, like, a mascot for the podcast. You should. Don't you think that'd be great? I love that. They actually should make one that says, like, at least, like, asks about the woman's feelings just a little bit. You know, know what I mean? Like, to not speak at all. Like, that's not speaking to women. It should be like a doll. Okay, we're playing a little clip of the video. This is him. Okay, Wait, this is, like, this is it. That's not a doll. Yes. Yes. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, it's being played right now on Facebook Live. This is pretty safe for work. Can, <laughs> you can see some pubes, I think. Uh, look, this doll looks straight up Westworld. Like, if you watch that show, isn't it? It is like, it looks like a man. Wow. You design everything. Everything. From the color of his oh, skin. So that's penis why it's size. Ten, so you, it's, each one is cust, custom done. Completely custom. Look at this. Oh, my God. <laughs> You make out with his lips. They're like so plastic. I know. The face I was going to say definitely is fake. If you guys haven't seen this too, it's uh, it's oh, on gosh. my Facebook page. Just hit Sarah Frazier. You can see the video. Look at his eyes. No, like beautiful I'm so blue creeped eyes. out. I'm so creeped out. <laughs> I think this is. Oh! 
Oh, this will be going down later. Anyway, uh, do you think, I really want to start a GoFundMe. I think he'd be amazing to get. And then listeners, based on how much they donate, can customize. You know, if you want to put up 1500 you can pick his penis. Wait, this is, no, you have to do that. Yes. yes. And then they say that they even are getting bizarre offers. And I, this is not my order. Okay, this did not come from me. But they said they had a woman call in and wanted a vagina on his shin. So they had like a vagina <laughs> on his shins and then the penis. Like, what? What is going on? <laughs> What is going on? Oh my god! Anyway, okay, that's a no for you. All right, okay. But I will, I'll contribute to the GoFundMe. <laughs> okay, we're putting it up. Oh yeah, my god, I love that idea. Uh, this psychic in New York. I'm fascinated by this story actually for the the police officer. That's or really detective, but a um, a clairvoyant in New York City could be looking up to ten years in jail after she has swindled clients out of eight hundred thousand dollars. Um, and this woman essentially was getting clients to pay for spells. Like if you couldn't find love, like she was like, okay, here for a thousand dollars, I'm going to make this spell. And then this man is going to come into your life. Anyway, clients were doing this. She swindled one Canadian client out of $740,000. Wow. Another one in Manhattan out of 72000 And she's been arrested. And, of course, the joke is that psychic Zoe did not predict her arrest happening. <laughs> <laughs> right? Which is always no what idea. they do. No they idea. Like, no clue. Bitch was like, what? Like, why can't? Now, I always ask psychics that, and they get very upset. They say that they can't predict the future, that that's a misconception, that they're feeling and reading your energy. Well, and so that's my question, though, with how she was arrested for fraud did she guarantee that this spell would you know what i mean yeah yeah she did so essentially she she basically told them the people that like and including um she told one client the one that she swindled out of seven hundred forty thousand dollars that she needed to build a gold pyramid for the woman to attract the right man so she said send me a hundred grand and i'll you know i'll make this pyramid the pyramid never happened. I mean, I think if like she'd produced the stuff. Yeah. Okay. No. Now it makes sense why she was arrested. Before I was like, these people are idiots for. Di-. I mean, they're still idiots for just throwing her their money at well, her. Well, Bob Nijard is the um he is the man investigating these, and he says that law enforcement do not take clairvoyant crime seriously. He says that while he received excellent cooperation from the NYPD in regard to this particular case, often police treat psychic fraud as a joke. Oh, really? Yeah. Like Which, I mean, come on! Don't you think it is kind of a I don't know. Like it's stupid of the people for for them paying her, right? Yeah, I mean, does anyone really? I don't know. But you're pay, you are preying on vulnerable souls. You know, this woman in Canada hadn't had a man in like thirty years. Right. She was like conning them a little bit. Yeah. Girlfriend, we've got a sex doll for ten thousand. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't need any love spells. You just need the sex doll. You're and all when, set. And when we ordered the sex doll, I also thought we could do like the Uber sex doll delivery, like around DC. <laughs> like if you want to rent him, right? Can you imagine that Uber driver picking? <laughs> yes. Hold on one second. Wait, can it? Can you bend its legs yeah. to sit up? To, you can, oh. It can sit up in bed. The whole of course thing. it can do any position. I'm sure it's ten thousand dollars. And okay. remember when you go to Blockbuster, it was like be right, like be kind, rewind. Like we could sort of do a same slogan, like for you to kind of like clean him a little post use. <laughs> For the next person, like, <laughs> be kind, wipe his behind. Yeah. Oh, like, whatever, you know, like, whatever areas. <laughs> like, <laughs> so anyway, that's genius. There you go, right? I mean, this poor woman being preyed on by. <laughs> I, it's hard to take psychic crime seriously, though. I'm sorry. I know. And honestly, I, I've never been to a, a psychic before. I, yeah. 
you haven't at all? No. Really? I'm like scared to a little bit. Not even a tarot card reader? <laughs> no, because I've always been told, I think growing up, my mom would be like, what if they told you that you're going to die tomorrow? You know, then you'd be, you know. Which they never tell you. First of all, I'm kind of with you. I, I had a psychic that I thought was really great. Like I walked into a room and she was like, oh. <gasps> Oh, my God. She's like, you're going to be working in a building in L.A. She's like, you're going to meet your life partner at 37. Like, she was so on me. I was like, oh, this chick really knows. So, and then she's like, but there's something going on with your heart. Like, at 44, you need to, like, check in with your heart. Oh all this stuff. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm like, oh, my God, I got to find out. So, I call her back, right? Like, I schedule an appointment a month and a half later. And she, like, completely forgot me. She's like, there's something going on with your feet. There's something <laughs> I got so defl- I was like, but wait a second. What about like? Is my heart okay? Yeah, she's like, oh, no, I'm not getting anything about your heart. She's like, where did you hear that? I was like, from you, bitch. Like, where do you think? I mean, like, what do you think? Like, I mean, that was it. That I've sworn off them too. Yeah, no, that, and that's why it's they just they make really me paranoid. Know. I know. I did. I did see one. I think it was a Real Housewives um, episode where one of them talks to you know dead people and and so I thought that that would be cool to see if I could talk to my dad but my husband thinks that's absolutely crazy and we shouldn't do it <laughs> he's like I no. don't know they never I went to a shaman healer too oh is and, that what they're called yeah oh, I went like, to, oh he talked to dead people okay a shaman healer and he told me what did he tell me about my dad I, I mean I feel like it was a pretty generic message like your dad wants you to keep pushing forward or something I was like okay okay well, you know. So I mean, it didn't bring you any comfort or anything? No, but supposedly I think you have to be very, I think with shaman healers, you have to come with really specific, like I didn't really. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating. And today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. 
Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frazier 20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R. The number's two zero. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney Podcast. Enjoy. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Want to contact? I don't know. I, I just didn't either. Okay. I But I don't know if I really believe it. Yeah, no, and that's my thing, too. I'm I'm very skeptical of it. I know, so am I. How do you feel about this? Sam isn't playing any sports yet, right? At two and a half, like, you're not doing any sports as a kid, are you? Um, He did take, he took a soccer class, but, I mean, he sat on the soccer ball most of the time. Oh. So. <laughs> well, how do you feel about this? In Arlington, right here in Arlington, Virginia, for those of you, we have listeners all over, but um, we do our base is out of D.C. So in Arlington this past weekend, they held a silent soccer weekend to celebrate Mother's Day where the parents were asked that they could not cheer, speak, or coach their kids from the sideline, period. No feedback was allowed for the entire weekend. It's a reminder to adults that kids don't need constant instruction to be able to play the game. 
Are you for this? or Because you're getting into this. I mean, soccer in all like areas now, all these sports are so competitive for these kids. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I remember my mom would like really get into like yelling and stuff. So on one hand, I can understand this. But if you're just cheering your kid on, I don't think you should. I, I don't think it should be called silent soccer. I think it should be just like, hey, let's not be negative if we're doing cheers. Like, let's just be like, yay, go team. <laughs> Is that, is that bad, too? Is that just only positive reinforcement? No, I think that's great. I mean, I, hey, I like the trophy for everyone. You know, I mean, as a kid, you, I mean, I've been on, like, all the losing teams because I'm so Me short. <laughs> like, after you go home after so many games, you don't win shit. You're no. like, you know what? A consolation prize would be awesome. Like, yeah, not to mention, I see how my husband watches sports, and it's, like, scary. Like, he screams at the TV that I'm scared for the day when we have to go to one of Sam's. Uh, soccer games, baseball games, yeah. whatever it is. So maybe silence is the way to go. Maybe it is. <laughs> maybe we should do it after all. Um, okay, I want to do one more story, and then we're going to have Taste of Arlington is here. So that's a great event that's coming up in the uh, Arlington area next weekend. So I want to tell you about that. And then also I'm wearing this uh, colorful jumpsuit. So we're going to talk about Tona Michelle, who's a local um, designer. She also has a store. So we're going to talk fashion and what you're supposed to wear. Are you going to any weddings? This year, this I summer? do. Yeah, I do. You have do? Two weddings. Oh, mm-hmm. look at you! And I love that jumpsuit. Thank you. I love it. Okay, I didn't think I looked like a clown. No, and I love how the sleeves are ruffled and stuff. They're so cute. I agree. I think it was. I, I, I'm a big fan. Uh, also, over the weekend, um, I wanted to talk about too. The royal wedding is coming up. We're having a party. Ooh. Um. Yes, we're having right here. We're having a royal wedding watch party on Saturday. Allie, if you're around, you should come. Yeah, this Everybody, looks fun. People are like loving you on Facebook Live, so I feel like <laughs> you need to come. Uh, and Jalen is saying silent soccer is the stupidest concept that's ever been invented. They took one of the most boring sports imaginable <laughs> and made it worse. <laughs> that's a really a good bunch point. Of uncoordinated kids <laughs> running around in circles chasing a ball in silence. Are you kidding me? Can you honestly imagine a more uh, brutal punishment for parents or the kids? Oh my God, that was epic. If we can bring a cooler, I'd be down. Yes, that's fine. Uh, so come to our royal watch party. It's 10 a.m. Podcast Village. We are going to have Prosecco. We're going to have treats. Paul Wharton is going to be here. We're only RSVPing, though, 30 people. So space is limited. I'm going to tell you how to do that. I wanted to bring up, though, I'm obsessed with crazy nail trends. I know you are. Yeah, and I love your nails right now, by the way. Right now I have three different shades of blue on, right? And so over the weekend, though, I found this video of mustache nails that women are wearing. I think it's a very small group. Uh, But we're bringing up the video. The nails have noses on them with mustaches hanging out of the bottom. Like Wait, is it like textured, like furry? Textured, Ew, uh, furry. No. no. <laughs> what kind of? What's your What's your manicure style? I usually get gel, but um, I was tired last night, so I just painted them myself. But oh, they look I, I usually so good. just do like a red or a pink, and that's it. I mean, I'm loving everything you're wearing. By the way, you're gorgeous, and you have like five star designer taste. Thank you. I okay. tried to match your theme. Does your husband have a brother? <laughs> he's like, so we want everything she's got a fabulous gucci belt on we want it oh um, stop this is you are watching on facebook live if you are listening to the podcast and you can't watch this video is on my instagram just go to hey Frage. right now the nail technician is making a nose on the nail putting the nostrils okay yep painting them sure okay doing all that just wait as they're making the hair Oh, here we go. This seems like like a hygiene hazard or something. Like if you're eating and I mean, how do you even? Just she's making mustaches. Here's a long one, short one. She's trimming them. 
I mean, can you even believe this? Ew, okay. So it's really there's like a handlebar mustache. Yeah. <laughs> it's the hair on the nail. I don't need hair on nails. No, thank you. Oh my god, who would get on Facebook right now? Would you ever do that? I'm looking for a nail technician. I'm going to do podcast nails. Ooh. Um, they're going to have headphones, a microphone. Um, what else can we put on it there? The I mean the mouth. My logo. Yeah, the yeah, mouth. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to have podcast nails. What else do people do? I feel like they always have like Blue Apron as a sponsor, so I'll have like a food basket or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every podcast you ever listen to inside, they're like Squarespace. I'll have Squarespace and like uh, Blue Apron. And they're you need to have one. like gels on like little, like, yeah. you know, jewels. Everyone. Okay, we have to have uh, Taste of Arlington. They are here. They're giving away passes. We'll talk all about that. Tina Leone is here from Bolston Bid. Tina! Hello! Yay! So happy to be here. Oh, my God. Are you okay following that sex doll thing? You're probably like, okay. <laughs> this is well. nothing phases me. In fact, I, I'm wondering why you didn't pour me some wine already oh, since I've oh. been sitting here. My God, where's your, oh, your wine glass is right. Okay, oh, wait, you know what? It's you right can, here. You got a mug right there. there. Oh, that's good. Hey, um, okay, I got to join the party. The, um, Taste of Arlington <laughs> is amazing. It is coming up Sunday. Yeah. You, this Sunday, the 20th. This Sunday, the yeah. 20th. It is one of Bolston's best events. The food is unbelievable. Absolutely. Tell us what is going on that we can expect for people. It's it, it's fantastic this year. I mean, this is our 31st year. It's the sixth year that Bolston uh, bid and Bolston gives our charitable arm or have been uh, running the, the taste. And this year is going to be the biggest ever, the best ever. We got 60 restaurants and food trucks, um, which is the primary reason you're going there is to stuff your face, you know, try out some new restaurants, learn some new new things about uh, where they are and what they're serving, etc. So they'll be testing out some new dishes there. Um, we have our kids zone there, so bring the kids. Yes. We really worked hard to make this a family-friendly event over the last several years. It's really important to us because you know the kids got us have something to do. Bring the dogs because we love dogs. We have a dog park there. That Animal Welfare League of Arlington is going to be running for us. So it's really important to know that uh, the proceeds from this event all go to charitable partners. So Boston mm. Gives and then seven other nonprofit charitable partners that work in Arlington to make it make it better for everybody. So, uh, for example, the Arlington Arts Center is going to be the kids Zone. The Animal Welfare League is in the dog park, and we have several others as well. So the proceeds are the, the net proceeds are going to these charities. So when you're looking at your $45 taste booklet, booklet yep. it's not just about the food for the for you know yeah have a great time but you're supporting these uh, these charities as well awesome. well in our own aj who's the producer of this podcast she is going to be one of the celebrity judges mm-hmm. um so can you give us awesome. a sneak peek like who are some of the restaurants or some of the tents that she's going to be visiting that aj needs a heads up well about? you gotta you gotta visit our presenting sponsor of course courthouse social okay i, mean, I they're, just they're phenomenal i don't want to like sway the votes but i will tell you courthouse social you need to go ali with your try. husband i need to go there they have the most amazing boneless all-natural chicken wings you have it's the bougiest thing i've ever seen in my life like they're like oh these chickens are all grass-fed they've never had a gmo they're amazing and they make the best damn wings some nights i am craving i'm like damn we're going to courthouse so it is so good they're they're phenomenal phenomenal food cave sava is the you know the the owner Uh, we actually had him on our podcast he's he's on our podcast right now i interviewed him um and he's just tremendous you got to ask about saffron if you ever meet him he's fantastic um so you got to taste what they're taste what they're they won last year they won the the best uh best appetizer they're gonna be back in it again there's no there's no what we don't judge so this is not on us right we have like 40 judges um and you know your your uh producer being one of them 
Um, and then we have, of course, you know, all kinds of people that are doing the judge. We have political figures, you know, some, you know, people that are just, you know, affiliated with the bid. So, oh, yeah. um, but you got to make your own judgment. You know, you got to get out there and, and do as much tasting as possible. So definitely, definitely get out there. I mean, there's so much to choose from this year. I mean, and we have gluten-free options, vegetarian options, you know, desserts, appetizers, and, you know, anything that you can imagine is it's there. Vegan, um, we got you covered. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, it's all there. What's what's really cool this year too, though, is our VIP pavilion. Uh, we're opening this up to the general public, so you can purchase tickets to the VIP tent. Allie of course, gets to hold one. Allie oh. gets to come in for free uh, if she wants Ooh. to come, and anybody I know. Um, but but you can't purchase them. We're going to give them away for free on on the podcast today with you. We're giving but, away a pair um, of passes. Yes, it's worth one hundred and ten dollars today. Right now, um, on the day of, they're one hundred and twenty-five. Woo! Oh, nice. With the VIP pass, you get to come an hour early, so you can come in at eleven, and you're going to have free food in the VIP pavilion. And you uh, meet every local celebrity. Steve Chenevy from oh from Channel Five will be there. All I your, saw him. All, all your, your favorite, favorite TV TV yeah. radio characters are there. They're all in the VIP ten, so you can go it's, harass all of them it's fun it's fun yeah they get to they get to learn more they get to learn more about what you're doing and maybe you can get on tv because that's what happened last year with our chamber of commerce people we we do a great program with them and uh, called yay young entrepreneurs and academy and that got on uh, television so it's all who you know oh my god uh, it is yeah. so may 20th you guys be sure to check them out taste of arlington and if you want to be entered to win we're going to pick a winner tomorrow all you've got to do is share the facebook live that we're watching right now from my sarah fraser page so share it with someone you'll be entered to win and then we're going to pick a winner for the vip lounge yeah. passes. these are amazing great value one, one thing to remember though it's a free event so you don't have to pay to get in uh, just to, just to taste and drink so awesome. Really important. Oh, cool. Tina, thank you so much. Hang out. We want to take a picture. We're going to have Tona uh, Michelle in here to talk about what you're supposed to wear to a wedding. Uh, so, you know, who knows? If your groom leaves you, you can head to Taste of Arlington May 20th. And then... Uh, Good idea. I would show up in my... Yeah, Plenty just drink. To drink. Exactly. <laughs> Tina, you're fabulous. Thank you so much <laughs> for working you. with the show. We can't wait to have AJ there. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Tina. Right. Um, Tona Michelle is heading right in here from Misty Blue BF. And then we have um, some pineapple mail, Allie, which pineapple mail is our... Um, Every week we read emails from listeners, and this is about, this is kind of tough. This woman really needs our advice. Okay. Because uh, I I think this guy is just not that into her, but she's really hoping that maybe she's reading the signs wrong. Okay. All right. <laughs> Dive in. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, Tone is coming in right now. We're going to talk fashion, and then we're going to talk pineapple mail. Okay. And then we'll get you out of here. I know you have to go to therapy after <laughs> That's not till three, I mean, <laughs> but it's true. Pineapple mail. I love that. So it's legit. Tony Michelle, come sit down. You are fabulous. Look at this woman. She is decked down in gorgeous, a black dress that has pearls all over the top, this beautiful bee brooch, and these fabulous dangling earrings. I love it. And you're watching us on Facebook Live. I am. I'm like, okay, let me turn it down. Now talk right into this microphone. You are a female-owned business. Yes. I love you. You were awesome. You, a couple years ago, had she had a business alley where it was called... Dress in a box or styled was in a box. Styled in a box. In it was a box. box. I feel like it was like before the time that you could even order boxes, which now like Fit Fab, all those are really popular. But you had a whole outfit that came in a box. Exactly. So it was like I would. Um, create, We're gonna have you get so close. You have to like eat this outfits. There you wow. go. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Create <laughs> outfits, um, including accessories, and it would come in a cute little box that I had designed. So, hence, styled in a box. That's how it started. Much yeah. like Allie and me, your story was what? How long ago did you leave your job? You had you had the opportunity um, to leave. It was just 
this January, actually. Yeah. So I was there for like almost 12 years. And um, unfortunately, we lost the contract. And I was like, okay, this is the perfect time. You know, nice severance package, insurance for a year. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm like hitting the ground running. So you have started your own online store. It's called Misty Blue. Yes. B-L-E-U. Yes. B-F. Misty Blue Beauty and Fashion Boutique. So the BF is for beauty and fashion. And I'm going to share, of course, your Instagram because you and I have done a partnership. So over the next eight weeks, you're going to be seeing me in different outfits that are all clothes that we can buy from you. Exactly. And the reason I wanted, one of the reasons I wanted to partner with you is you have sizes 4 to 24. Mm -hmm. I absolutely hate the word plus size. I think that's so stupid. I think women come in all different shapes and sizes and people are always like, oh, plus size. Fuck plus size. (laughs) It's so st- isn't it dumb? I mean, who cares, right? And no, we're one minute we're a size four, the next we're a 14. Right. No, it's just I'm various on this scale. Exactly. Stop calling me plus, okay? Yeah, one year I may be down and one minute yeah. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to partner with you because you really help women of all different heights, features, shapes, mm-hmm. bodies. You've got sizes for everybody. Exactly. I am wearing your jumpsuit that Allie loves. I'm like obsessed we love. with it. She and looks good. Oh, I love it. Yes. You also have terrific price points. Give us an idea of an average. You, I can do an outfit with you for what? Under 100? You have great accessories. Yeah, really good. under 100. I mean, you can get an outfit. Yeah, under 100 you can get an outfit and probably some shoes and some accessories. I All love of, that. Yeah, That's amazing. 100. Yeah. I know, because see, I'm, some I'm ranges. Yeah. going for the Gucci belt next, but then that's it. Like, then I just got to style that with, like, every fucking thing, because it's, oh, like, $500. I, you put that around the jumper. Yes. You, I wear this every day. Yes. <laughs> Why does need a thing, I, the, the belt with, you know. The belt with everything. Yeah. I'm, I guess I'm not one of those people. I don't like to follow trends. And we're also giving away 15% off with the Hey Fresh code? Yes, absolutely. So take advantage of it. Yeah. Well, so we want to do this for, like, What are we doing? Three Three months, right? Yes. Yeah. Three 15%. months, 15% off mm-hmm. when you use code HeyFrage when you hey order. HeyFrage, exactly. Okay, we're going to put up. Um, but you're also here to talk wedding season is coming up. So yes. tell us about that, what people can wear to weddings. Well, actually, I just finished uh, with Good Morning Washington talking about that. Yeah, Julie says she loves you. She's like, you want to be on you Sarah Frage? I say, yeah. She's like, I love I Sarah. I could get Julie right oh, on her, yeah. too, to dish. You, she would be really You two good. together, oh, my God. She's hysterical. Yes. I know. You have to have a, a buffer between you two, though, because you two We're wild women. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love together. her. She is, like, off the charts. Oh, yeah. my God. And I worked with her for years at Metro Networks. Really? Oh, that's right. She was hysterical. Like, uh-huh. she would go around and run that place. Like, we had a boss, Jim, who, like, didn't, like, poor thing. He tried to get up in meetings, and then Julie would be like, shut up, Jim. And then she'd just, like, take over. And everyone was like, oh, my God. And then Jim, she'd be like, Jim, this is what we're going to do. And then she'd get on, like, and do, like, some traffic report and Jim was scared to death of her I mean I've never worked for a boss again that was like scared of, of like one employee he was terrified he'd be like okay Julie and she'd be like sit down and Julie would just like sit and she would like run the whole fucking place it was great we used to have the best time Good, the good. best time. You should have her home one day. That would be oh, really fun. I'm going. So funny you were saying that. Yeah. Anyway, okay, we can talk about okay, Julie so, forever. She's a riot. What do we wear? Okay, so what I talked about there is pretty much the trends. The fashion design, the designers for the bridal sector are pretty much taking their cues from the fashion designer sector. Um, the fashion sector. Okay. Um, so you're seeing um different materials like instead of the typical satin and silk material for gowns and dresses, you're seeing material like neoprene or uh, wicker material. 
material. Ooh. Yeah, we're also seeing prints, not like animal prints or anything, but floral. Floral has been really big in the fashion. Allie's wearing it. In the fashion segment for the last two to three years. And so now the bridal industry are taking cues from that. And so you're seeing really nice gowns and dresses um, in floral print. Not much so for the bride, but for the bridesmaids. Um, another thing is ruffles. Not the old, yes. I'm wearing exactly. them. Exactly. So ruffles are really big in jumpsuits and shirts and dresses. And so ruffles are really big. So you don't have to get like really big frumpy. You know, there are some nice, um, classy, more chicer style ruffles that you can wear. What we showed today was a dress that had just the ruffles down the sleeve. Yes. Which was really nice. Another thing is bows. As you can see, I'm wearing one now. Yep. So bows are really big on both um, both industries. So um, the designers for the bridal um, sector, they're pretty much going with the big oversized um, bows, which is really cute. It's not, you know, it, it depends on where they put the bow. Don't put it in the back, you know. Oh, really? But a nice one on the side, you know, all okay. to the side. All right. It's really nice. Yeah. Well, I love this jumpsuit that I'm wearing because it makes me look like Kim Kardashian without the surgery. It does. It really does. It gives me like a nude, good yeah. waist, these like, a little popping booty. I know, I know. This That's white girl, say, a little yeah. booty tooch. <laughs> All these years, and I finally have a booty. You finally have one. Where can people go and check out your site and order with Hey Frage? You get fifteen percent off the next three months. We're doing it, and check out Tona's style. So, what's the website? www.mistyblue that's M-I-S-T-Y-B-L-E-U dot com Fabulous you are yes. terrific I'm so happy to be partnering with you I'm happy too I love it's a woman <laughs> who's taking a risk and, and really doing it good for you because yeah, it's scary you. it is what, it is what is for you we, we've all talked about this but what's for you been the scariest moment of, of leaving traditional a traditional job well I guess for me it's still new so I'm not like Fully embraced by it. Like, I still go online. Indeed, I'm like, oh, let me see what jobs are out here. <laughs> right. You know, like, You're finding your rhythm yeah, still. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm. And then I'll go in there and I'm like, oh, I absolutely do not want to do any of these things, you know. So for me, that's just the thing. Just coming to grips with grips that, okay, this is your dream. This is something you always wanted. Embrace it and just, you know hit the ground running mm-hmm. with that. Yes. Yeah. And you are so talented. You and not only that, but you also style. So people yeah, can I just style call and you. I was a, um, a licensed makeup artist. So you Wow, you can do it all. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of gotten away from the makeup. I mean I still do it for myself, you know when I have to, but other than that, fashion and style has always been my thing ever since a child making doll clothes for my doll. Oh, I love that. <laughs> my doll was so fly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I still remember this little corduroy um, outfit I made. She had some little kulaks and a little jacket. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and my dad, he purchased my first sewing machine when I was four. Wow. I didn't quite master the sewing machine, but by hand, oh, Yes. Oh, my God. That's Good for awesome. you. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Well, stay right here. We always close Monday's show with Pineapple Mail, which is emails that we get from listeners. You can always email me, Sarah, at HeyFrage.com. We have everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. We've actually picked an appropriate one for you today because oh. sometimes we get some really crazy ones of people trying to use a vibrator in front of their cats. <laughs> <laughs> I saved you from that, okay? Where's my wine? Let me get a squeeze. Everyone wants the booze. Oh, my God. We need a bunch of a drink. I want to join in. Yes. Okay, good, good, good. Everybody needs alcohol. Everyone's like, I didn't think people would want to drink at noontime. Everyone's like, where's the rosé, for God's sake? 
Okay, take a listen to this. She only wants to go by the name A. She says, hey, Sarah, I just want to say how happy I am to listen to your podcast. I absolutely love it, and I listen to you for years on the radio. So I want your advice. I am in my mid-20s and dating unsuccessfully so far. But there's this one guy who I was very interested in that pulled the disappearing act. And I want to know if I did anything wrong, if I'm just interpreting the signs wrong the whole time, um, or if I should just hang back and maybe he'll come back. She says, we met two months ago in a bar. I know, not a great place to meet a guy, but he was really nice and we talked until the bar closed and exchanged numbers. He didn't try to take me home that night or anything. He also texted me the next day. We talked for a bit and kept trying to meet up, but we were both out of town over the next couple of weeks after our initial meeting. Then there was a week or so lull that we didn't talk, but there was an upcoming festival that we were both going to, Broccoli Fest. He said that uh, he wanted to meet up with me there, so we did. We texted, we met up, we had a great time, talked, drank, same thing. He did not take me home that night. I messaged him the next day saying it was a great time and we should do it again. He agreed, even asked me how my day was going. We chatted for a bit more and that was it. Then to complicate things, we're Snapchat friends. And during the last week or so, he's responded to a mass number of snaps. He even messaged me via Snapchat ad app, I figured him uh, actually taking interest in me and my day was. I say all this to write though, since we saw each other at Broccoli Fest, he follows my Snapchats, he'll respond a message, but never wants to actually get together. After typing this whole thing out, I realized that this guy maybe just isn't into me, but it makes me think, then what is he interested in and why act nice and keep hitting me up on Snap? Um, I know I've probably just answered my own question, but I love your advice. Anything that you guys have would make me feel better about this whole thing. So what do you guys think when a guy, because that is kind of weird, right? They did meet up twice. And it went really well. Yeah. And he's still messaging her and, you know, kind of keeping her her interested. Um, It almost sounds like maybe he's just playing around with her because he really is in a relationship or something. Ooh, that's yeah, really that's good. Yeah, that's just what I was going to say. Yeah, he's playing the field. You know, he's want to he want to keep her around. You know, just to have yeah, like maybe else he's on not. Side. Yeah, maybe he's yeah. not in a real relationship. But I think the fact he could be, but also just the fact that he's how he's being with her. He's like he's still keeping her just a little bit in there, so that yeah. way he can call her up when he wants to exactly. hang. But there's yeah. sadly oh probably God. others. And there's a lot of that going around. I it's mean, called it's just, orbiting. I just read about oh, this. Really? Like, they keep you in their orbit. Like oh. so they like they either text you or you're a little on snap uh-huh. or you're a little in, you're in their orbit, mm. but they never really like like you're right. never really in. Yeah, you're so never embraced in. I'm off sh- the yeah. ship, honey. Uh-huh. Let it go. So you guys wouldn't. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, be no. done. Yeah, be, be It's done. been two months. I mean, it's not like it's this. Yeah, and it's like, why be in limbo? Just get yeah. off of it. So you, know? you wouldn't respond. If he messages, hey, how are you? You look great in that dress. I loved your snap. You're like, you two are done. I yeah, would, yeah. done. Just He's... let him know, hey, no, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not going to play this game with you. You know, Ooh, I like that. number. Blo- oh, <laughs> I like it. I, I like the I, idea I of just like ghosting. Quick, honey. Yes. Your ass isn't even, I'm not even yeah. in your orbit anymore because yeah. I've blocked because, you. It, because it becomes tempting, mm-hmm. you know? It's totally. Like, oh, I don't, but then you get that like, oh. Just block them. You don't even have to worry about Isn't it. Isn't that the worst, though? Why do we do that? Like, I, I, I've i had that happen so many times where you get feelings for someone, and then they, they keep, they never really want to meet mm-hmm. up. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's the worst. I just worst. went through something yeah. sort of like that last year. What's going on with I your mean, dating life? You're oh hot. God. I want to hear about it. Child. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. You know, I've, after like a year before, not last year, but oh my God, year before, it was crazy. Like, just... 
I had to stop. Like, girl, what are you doing? Like, why? I mean, what was he doing? Like, I mean, it was just you know, just me trying the online thing. That's okay. still like a foreign thing to me. Like, I although I did it, did it, I still can't really wrap my mind around oh. it. And so I've met a couple of guys and crazy, just like did they like crazy. dish all their like their shit on you? Right? Well, at, like, one was come to find out he was married. Oh. oh. Him and his wife apparently has some type of open marriage. Oh, please! Yeah. They all say that. Oh my god! They all say Until that. Until I got an email from her. <gasps> yes, I got this long, drawn-out email. She's like, "Hey, he has problems. He's on medication. I bet. He oh sees gosh. a therapist. You know, he's I, a therapist. She saw. He sees a therapist, oh, oh, okay. and she's like, you know, I think you're a really nice person. So apparently, she's been reading like our texts and the emails. She was like, I think you're a really nice person. You know, he doesn't have any money. All the money he makes, he brings home to me. I'm like, oh my what? gosh, I feel bad for her. And it was oh. so bad because he was like on his way to visit me for the first time. Oh my god! Just when I got this, just before I, I mean, like, this was before you even met him. This was before I met him in person. Oh, we just wow. had been talking and. Then he was, you know, we finally decided to meet up, and he was on his way. And you know, I'm just on my phone, happy <gasps> like, email. Like, so what, what happens when he shows up? Did you show him the email? Yeah, he tried to say, "Oh, there's some crazy uh, woman who course. was stalking him," and I'm uh-huh. like, "But how would she get your email?" Bitch, well, you please. know, people. Exactly. I was like, you know what? Your ass is blocked. I was exactly. Right, exactly. I would be scared yeah. that I even like met up with I him. Was. Like, how'd you get rid of him? I was like, I was like, every time I would go out to my car, I'm looking around, <laughs> yes. like, you know, I'm like, is his wife going to show up? You know, it's like, oh my god, it was so crazy. So, and that was that Tinder. Oh, stay away from Tinder. <laughs> that, honey, I'm telling There's you, that the place advice, is. Oh stay my away god. from Tinder. Stay away from it. Tony, you are gorgeous. We know Thank we've you. got a single uh, mortgage guy downstairs named Mark Livingstone. We're going to introduce you to. Oh, she's just trying to. <laughs> she is Wouldn't that be like the best like little sales thing forever? You'd have to advertise forever on the show if it worked out. <laughs> I feel like um, I, you two found love through me. You better fucking advertise. <laughs> Like that would be forever. Oh my God, right. you girl. Okay, look, funny. I we could go on all day with this right. show, and like seriously, you two are amazing. Thank you. Tell us again where people can find you. You can find Sweet. me. Okay, wait. No, we no, we're not stopping the show yet. Okay, Allie. Wait. What? <laughs> One more thing. You we didn't talk about. You have a new podcast adventure. <laughs> you guys need to listen. Okay, wait. Then we'll start this shit. We'll end the show. Where can people? You have a new podcast. Yes, coming I'm super excited. Um, I have teamed up with Monique Samuels from Real Housewives of Potomac. OMG! It's gonna have thousands and, of downloads. Yeah, we're really excited. Uh, podcast coming this summer. I'm on it with her husband Chris Samuels and her cousin Hank. Oh my god, <laughs> that is going to be the best combo. I love this. It's, it's going to be fun. Um, mother, it's mostly like parenting, marriage, relationships, all that stuff. But cousin Hank is a forever bachelor, so he has some good stories. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We should hook him up with Tona. Oh I mean, no, <laughs> no, you're no. too, you're too good for him. <laughs> He's not going to orbit me. No. <laughs> no way in hell. 
Okay. Oh, my God. Allie, where can people follow you? Uh, at Allie Jacobs on Instagram. You it's are great. so great. Thank you so Thank much you for being so on. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Allie. And then where can people, Tona, where can people buy clothes and check you out? Misty Blue. That's M-I-S-T-Y-B-L-E-U.com. Oh, my God. You and guys are so great. save your 15% off with Hey Phrase. Bye, yes. everybody. Bye. Keep them out of your Bye. orbit. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> 